Brandon, we're back in town. Yes, unfortunately. Fuck. I mean, I don't think anybody listening would know that you weren't in town, so... To accurately describe how I feel about <laughs> moving back in Edmonton is I was driving for a total of four hours yesterday and almost got in two accidents. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that was fun. <laughs> did, you, did you do any driving in Toronto? No. No. Oh, okay. Like is, we got driven, like from, like picked up from the airport and stuff, and then back. But like that's about it. Are Toronto drivers any better than Edmonton drivers? Because I, I, it's I just feel a like different I, atmosphere. Okay. Because like I, I, I get the feeling that everybody kind of says that the drivers in their home province or city are bad. But well, yeah. I mean, like it's it depends. Like it's just they're, they're different in Toronto. Like everyone's very more cutthroat if that's mm-hmm. a better way to put it, in terms of, like, changing lanes and, like, yelling at people or stuff like that. So, like, it has a... It's, like, messy, but it has a weird sort of, you know, synchronicity kind of shit. It has its own way. It, it works, surprisingly, yeah. even though it doesn't seem like it should. It does work. Whereas here, it's aggressively hostile and nothing. Whereas here, it's like nothing matters. Everything is up for grabs. And you could die at any moment. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the fun part about watching people drive in Toronto, though, is watching them almost hit each other and just be like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on." <laughs> watching, especially, watch especially when a cyclist is on the fucking road. Oh my fuck! Okay, no, no, no. We gotta talk about cyclists in Toronto. Oh fuck, dude. We ha- oh, okay, no, so we have to. oh no, it's it's fucking boomer energy coming in. Welcome to Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> I'm your host because Brandon knows the answer. Stefan. How many how many cyclists do you think I came damn near this close to swearing at? Okay, before before I answer that, uh, I just want to say that this sounds. Uh, uh, whenever somebody complains about cyclists, I immediately just think of like the one mayoral candidate in every municipal election who's like only pla- uh, like promise on his platform is to like do one or both of like get rid of bike lanes and legalize indoor smoking. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Um, uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess four. That's pretty good. Probably closer to like seven. Jesus Christ. So here's the thing. Um, so the the one of the big differences I noticed with Ontario or Toronto and uh, in Edmonton, Toronto has significantly more bike lanes in significantly busier parts of town. Also, they have to they have to ride on the road. They have to. Not only, like, this isn't like Edmonton where, like, you can probably get away with riding your bike on the sidewalk if you really wanted to. Because the sidewalks in Toronto are fucking crammed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You physically cannot get your bike on there because you're going to actually fucking injure people. Right. Do you remember that guy? We turned the corner and he was like, yeah. almost. He literally almost ran over my foot. And he's like, yeah. oh. And then Chris is like, Jesus fucking Christ. And the guy's like, oh, calm down. It's like, oh, no. no. So I did. Get okay, off so the I did. Fucking sidewalk. So I did swear at one. Hell yeah. Yeah. We, we, I had a few, uh, quite a few, actually, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time it was on the same every time it was on the same sidewalk, I was actually just like, Jesus fucking Christ. I, Get I, out I, of the fucking way. Get on the I, road, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> God I'm, damn it, I hate everything here. <laughs> I'm picturing, like, Chris and Brandon strolling into the big city. Like, not to say that Edmonton isn't big, whatever. Into the bigger <laughs> it's city. It's pretty tiny of, dick compared to Toronto. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's small. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, stepping into the bigger, way immeasurably bigger city. St- strolling out of Pearson Airport. 
immediately getting assaulted by cyclists and getting the shit kicked out of them with, like, a crowbar or, like, a, a bike spoke. Dude, that's so funny. But, yeah, like, seeing that, like, Edmonton is fairly small compared to Toronto. Like, you think uh, about White Ave. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I know Edmonton is, like, relatively much smaller than Toronto, but Edmonton's not a small city. No, like, no, but, like, if you, like, take White Ave, for example, if, like, you go from, like, 109th Street to, like, uh, whatever road Wayne Gretzky's on, mm. uh, like, that stretch of, like, 30 blocks or something, that's, like, every street in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous, and it's always yeah. full of people. Yeah, no, t Toronto's absolutely enormous. Uh, it's fun. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I bet. It also has, like, what... Well, uh, this is probably way too high, but, like, 20-30% of the Canadian population. Yeah, they have, like... I think I checked the stats. They had, like... In, as of 2009, they had, like, 2.7 million people living in the city. Mm -hmm. It's probably is, more like, than that. No. literally a tenth of the fucking population of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. fuck. But... No, no, but the thing with the cyclists, yeah, because it, it wasn't that they existed, and, like, it, like, because that's the thing, is, like, basically, I want to say, what, like, 90% of the areas we were in, they had a bike lane. Most of them, yeah. Yeah, like, the vast majority of them had a bike lane. And if not, like, if it was, if they were on the road, it's not like they were very busy roads, mm -hmm. in contrast to the rest of Toronto. So, I don't understand why the fuck they're on the sidewalk. <laughs> when the bike lane is right there it's yeah. right there <laughs> god jesus christ oh my god so so yeah i swore to a bunch of cyclists um and yes i do in fact condone indoor smoking you're right stefan thank you <laughs> now you're reminds me of, that reminds me of like when you're on the plane there and back where you took mm -hmm. out like that safety, like laminated safety sheet, and pointed at the no smoking sign and said, "See, see this? Fucking ridiculous!" <laughs> I was just <laughs> completely taken back. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Yeah, Chris is like halfway to being that candidate, but like is only like only <laughs> like the only like like party like the only the points on his platform that he's missing are like. Like banned seatbelts and illegalized Sharia law, and it's basically he's illegalized basically what? Halfway, illegalized Sharia law, and it's and you're like halfway there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Sequel Decay. Welcome yeah, back hi, to everybody. Uh, as, as I'm what sure an you've as I'm sure you've noticed, uh, ooh, this <sighs> is this is not a regular episode because. I, I would hope that we don't start most episodes yeah. by talking about the traffic in Toronto for 30 minutes. I'm, uh, I'm also going to preface this by saying me and Chris are extremely jet-lagged. So if we seem at all tired, that's probably what it is. I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually not that bad right now. Are you not? Bad. I'm fucking no, I'm, dead, dude. Yeah, really? I was so say that the, the time difference between like Toronto and Edmonton is just like two hours. Yeah. I'm like, still fucking tired. Hmm. I've always, I think, I'm always tired, though. I think it. I think it also helps that I was basically on Edmonton time. Okay. The entire week we were there. Oh yeah. That so is you true. Really, you didn't really adjust in the first place. Yeah. Um. But anyway, this is another edition of Fireside Chat. The third hey. edition, fifth if you include all those ones that went to shit. <laughs> uh. Actually, seventh if we're including all those ones that went to shit. Jesus oh Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Take seven. Here we go. <laughs> um 
Ed, as uh, you, I'm sure you noticed by whatever pithy title I chose to name this, uh, we this is going to be our last released recording for a little bit because we are going on a break. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're we're taking a hiatus. Who wants to explain why? Uh, I can start <laughs> at least. Okay, go uh, for it. So, we have been recording Sequel Decay practically non-stop except for winter break since, basically since we started the show. Yeah. Uh, we've been recording, and like, it wasn't as, it hasn't been as hectic as like the first season when we were recording every week, but even then <laughs> it's been busy. We haven't really taken any breaks except for like the second half of December every year. Yeah. Uh, and... Ordinarily, that hasn't been a lot of problem, but I think it's just, like, we haven't had a break in a long time, and a lot of it is just, like, stuff building up. Like, I haven't not been in on, on an episode since episode four, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, I so I, I know I've been... I, I'm, I'm not tired of the show, but, like, just, uh, just need a refresher. We need a and, break. Uh, need a break. And meanwhile, you guys have a lot of have are like going to be very busy for the next couple yes. months. Yes, yeah, so, we're trying to move to the literal other side of the country in a month, yeah. and yeah. then figuring out all that. It's a bit hectic in uh, in Edmonton land right now for a meeting space. Yeah, um, it's like I I think I I, I assume I speak for all of us when I say like this isn't this isn't a forever thing we just need no. to take we just need to take some time off to refresh ourselves mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know if either of you guys want to add to anything no uh no that pretty much sums it up we're just taking a break because we fucking need it yeah <laughs> we're all going slightly insane mm -hmm. yeah so <laughs> so you know you guys have to move uh I uh, I've like uh, we are we're all a little we're all a little we're all a little burnt out uh i we want to enjoy the first un like unencumbered summer we've had in two years mm -hmm. uh more well relatively unencumbered uh so yeah we're just gonna take a little bit of time off we'll be i don't want to say i don't want to say when we'll be back because i don't want to hold anybody to expectations but this is not a forever thing We'll, we'll we'll be it, check out our back catalog if you really want to in the meantime some of it's good some of it's not we'll leave you to find out which is which speaking of an unencumbered summer i read uh, a headline the other day not the actual article because it couldn't be bothered but i read a headline that apparently at the calgary stampede there was potentially 71 people who caught covid there what what yeah, I read that yesterday. Yeah, it's wow, right? <laughs> Who would have fucking thought that at a fucking unsanitary rodeo there might be some disease transfer? <laughs> Unreal. Just who could have possibly seen this coming? Good, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I God. mean, I, I I will say this. I am a little surprised it's only 71. Yeah. Yeah. It's... But that doesn't mean it's not going to get worse. Not, not to generalize, but the rodeo crowd doesn't seem to be the crowd that takes, like, vaccinations seriously. Yeah. No. So, uh, 
I, I don't think I don't know how much bearing it that how much that'll affect those of us who are mul vaccinated multiple times, who have been jabbed multiple times. Mm -hmm. But it's a little disconcerting. Uh, <laughs> if anything, this is the last few months of strength in my conviction to never, ever, ever go to a rodeo. Yeah. Which yeah. was a pre-COVID, which which was a pre-COVID conviction, by the way. I mean, the only rodeo I've ever gone, like, no, I, I, I've been technically, I guess, a couple. I was at the, the CFR, the Canadian Finals Rodeo, at like Rexall Place when I was really young, mm -hmm. and that was kind of fun. And then I went to the Pinocchio Stampede when I was a little bit older than that, like around thirteen. Mm. And those were all fun. And stuff, but again, like, certain crowd, right? Yeah, mm. a very certain crowd. Very, very certain crowd. Mm -hmm. Very, uh, very cowboy me, in boots. Crowd. Very, me, very me strolling in and being the only non non white guy that uh, at the uh, Jeff Dunham show kind of crowd. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's that's pretty accurate. Jesus uh, Christ! Oh shit! Okay. I want to talk about our experience looking at apartments. Do tell. Right. Okay, I will. I will start us off. So we looked at seven places on Sunday, yeah, which would be a few days ago. Um, it was originally supposed to be eight. It was it was originally supposed to be eight, and then one of them we were just like no. Well, one of them no, because we or, went and saw we tried to go see seven and it was supposed to be eight, and then one. No, of no, them, we we only oh uh, no wait we saw six it was supposed to be seven. Yes, but no, right. I have eight, I had eight saved. Oh, so one we didn't even. She couldn't get the... Oh, right, she couldn't get the thing. The thing or whatever, like the key or the whatever it was. Yeah. So. Yeah, so... Okay, so we were supposed to see eight. And then that turned into seven. Which and in the six. middle of all this, that turned into six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will explain. So, yeah, Brandon said we couldn't get the key for one of them. To go in and take a look. The other one, we couldn't find the entrance. It was so weird, Stefan. It was like we got there, and mm. it's like, all right, you need to use this key on door number four. And it's like, okay, and then we just couldn't find door number four. That's... <laughs> in this, there's like, there's like a keyhole in the wall, and like you just stick it in, and like shimmers down in like a magical light, and like. It... <laughs> well, it's like because a... we. There's like a vortex, and you get sucked in, and it just plops you into an ordinary apartment. Well, it's fuck because we found door like six, and this, I mean, and then five. We're like, okay, then we went down, and there's like a set of double doors. One door had no handle, and the other door, the key didn't work into it. And so we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was it was it was so fucking stupid. Oh, and and by the way, this this place, this oh, yeah. place was located atop atop a vape store. <laughs> yes, right above, and, <laughs> like a pretty busy street. And and she was like, and she was doing everything she could to get us there, and like fucking, uh, and like unlock the door, and like she was oh, doing we everything on... in her power. Like I would say she was doing too much for the place that's located atop the vape store, but that's just me. Well, I mean, and also like fucking, we were on a little bit of a deadline, like a time because we only had about half yeah. an hour to see each place, right? And so, and then the last place we only had like fifteen minutes, uh, and so we were at this place, kind of like looking around for this place we couldn't get into. And she's like, "Do you just want to go to the next one? Because we don't have much time." We're like, "Yeah, fuck it, who gives a shit?" <laughs> Mind you, we were making great time before. 
We were, yeah. And then we couldn't find the fucking place and wasted 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, because I, I even remember she was like, yeah, we got 20 minutes to blow. You guys just want to chill? It's like, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Um, but, yeah, so that was so that's two of them right off the bat. Just like, pointless, there's no, God no. E even if we did get in, I would have just said no on principle alone just because it's located on atop of Ape Store. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anyway, so place number one that we saw was, if it wasn't so fucking small, I think it would have been fine. Because, mm -hmm. like, the ceiling was basically up to, like, the ceiling was enough that, like, Brandon and I were feeling claustrophobic. I literally oh, had boy. to duck my head. Yeah, and like, we're, we're both about, what, six feet, six foot one? Roughly. And, like, forget, forgive my, for, yeah, and, like, for, and forgive my, uh slight jab and just rest assured that i am like three or three to four inches smaller than both of you but uh that's nice that's not especially tall no <laughs> no it's really not no yes. like i i i think honestly like height wise that place must have been like maybe six two it, it'd, it'd make a little more sense if it was like a like a, a house from like the 1800s <clears throat> when everybody was like a few inches shorter or something yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense but, you know, unfortunately, it was... Yeah, no, so... Yeah, and again, for, like, for, for context, again, Brandon and I are, like, six feet, six one. Roughly, give or take, the same height, maybe an inch or two off of each other. Mm -hmm. And, like, both of us were, like, kind of ducking and, like... Oh, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I've been less claustrophobic in trailers. Oh, boy. So, that was fun. Um... Place number two was probably our favorite by a mile. Um, you know, ceiling wasn't super low. The kitchen was gorgeous. Like, it, it was it was a really good-looking spot. Mm -hmm. Nice little patio out back. Brandon called dibs on the room that takes him into the patio. Mm. Of course he did. Um, and... You two get a fight about it on the pod? We've been yeah, we've, we've already been talked about it. about it. Yeah, for like a week. Chris, what Chris isn't mentioning is that he actually doesn't give a flying fuck. No, I, I don't care. I really don't care. I just you guys should still fight for my amusement. Okay, listen, you Chris... fucking cocksucker. <laughs> hey, listen. No, <laughs> I can't. Like, no, 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 no. Get, get, don't quit being a pussy and fight for Steven. Do it. I wonder if yeah, this is what divorced kids feel like. <laughs> well, do, do you think divorced kids just did to go, Mommy, Daddy, fight for my amusement? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're, they're, they, they got like... I want a new truck. Someone, someone buy me something. Fight like, over who got, gets to buy me this truck. Like, they got like dragged along to like a court proceeding because like they're, they're uh, one of their, like the parent who currently has custody like had to bring them because they couldn't afford a nanny with one salary. So, like, they get to this, like, courtroom, and, like, there's a judge trying to mediate, and, like, the two parents are, like, screaming at each other over their lawyers, and, like, the kid is like, this is great, I'm having a great time. <laughs> kid, st kid starts fucking instigating, Mommy, I saw Daddy eating out with the neighbor girl yesterday. You son of a bitch! That's not what he means! We went to Wendy's! <laughs> <laughs> we went and ate out, not I was eating her out! God damn! God damn it, Johnny. <laughs> and, and, now I have to, and now I have to pay child support because my kid can't shut up. 
hey, 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 Dad, remember the car Mom bought behind your back? And the car on top of everything. <laughs> Other thing. They're just making shit up, and the parents are going with it. Like, yeah, all right, son. Sure. Uh huh. Keep. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Basically, somebody playing chess against themselves. He's like trying to see which one he can get to break first. <laughs> yeah. This is how have we conjured up the most evil child of divorce ever? <laughs> because 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 we're corrupted, we're, we're twisted. Yes. We're, as as our yes. realtor, we're jackasses. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. She called us. We were, making, called we were making this. Well, I mean, fair though. We were making jokes in the car at people, like yelling at cyclists on the road, fucking other I, I think drivers. I, mentioned that, I, I think I even told her that if she if she gets a cyclist, if she hits a cyclist and they bleed out, she gets three points. points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then she also like they're at least worth ten points. She's like, nah, <laughs> nah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so fucking funny. And then she called us jackasses, and we uh-huh. all, and, and we both just said thank you. Yes, uh, thank, uh, fair, you know, mm-hmm. fair. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, okay, so anyway, so so that was place number two was nice. Mm. Um, we we've gone over okay, fucking, what was place number three again, Brandon? Uh. I have it written down. Let me look it up real quick. It's on my notes. Um, so we went and saw... Oh! Oh! Uh, the third place was the place that you, me, and Scott walked by after going to see Kensington Market. Right. With the, the like glass, plastic kind of covering thing. Like the dome shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Cool. Brandon, why don't you describe it to the audience? I don't even remember it. <laughs> it was not great. Anyway, we didn't like it. Place it was, number it was... four. <laughs> yeah. Um, I oh, believe... yeah. This was the shared living area. This was the shared this living one. one. This one, yeah. This was shared living. So they didn't specify it was shared living in the actual, like... Yes, they did. Oh, they did? Yeah, they did. We were just stupid and didn't realize it. <laughs> oh, okay, so... They must have worded it really fucking weirdly then. Well, it's it's kind of it's like one line on like <laughs> the entire document, so it's kind of it's easy to miss. Uh, oh, okay. But like, basically, the entire property was just not even property. It was just you got a, you rented a room. Yeah. And then you had to share the kitchen, the shower, like the bathroom, the showers, the food, like ev- like everything with the other like four to five people who were possibly living there because they had like six rooms. Yeah, it's gonna be a no for me. And so yeah. we we're just like, ha, no. It was thanks. I, I basically, I basically felt like I walked into a frat house. And by the way, their kitchen was fucking disgusting. Yeah. So uh, for those of you living on third, <laughs> clean your fucking kitchen. <laughs> like that also goes for those who are living on. Uh... <laughs> oh, good. We get to talk about. <laughs> That's okay. up next. Have we resorted to doxing people? Is this who we are? Oh, Stefan, yeah. you are—you don't understand, my guy. You don't understand the the state of this okay. place we walked into. Okay, so I'm. Okay, so the fifth place we looked at—I won't say the address again. 
I will probably. I I am gonna be calling these people out pretty hard though. Um, so I feel really sorry for the landlord. I mm. first time I'll ever say this. Yeah. And probably last. I felt really bad for him. Yeah. Because pictures looked pretty good. Seemed like an okay place. Honestly, I think once once those fuckheads he's got his tenants leave. It's probably going to be like we could probably oh, fine. we could have probably fixed that place up no problem. Yeah, oh, easily. Fine. It was completely fine. The mm-hmm. only the only thing was it was a little more expensive than the one we really liked. Mm-hmm. It yeah. would have been a good it, it would have been a yeah. good second choice, but it wouldn't have been. So like, I have nothing against the place itself. I have everything against their against the people who are still living there until the end of the month. Um, <laughs> so let let us begin. The we, we go downstairs. Wait, 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 Chris. Sorry, before you start, we have to preface what we were talking about with the right before we got in there. What, what were we talking Oh, God. What, what, what were we t- it was we were, we were talking about how uh, when, you know, you go to see houses and, like, rental properties and stuff like that, usually the landlord or the person, you know, giving the property away is not on the premises. Yeah. Because you the people looking at the place want the freedom to, like judge it without feeling watched yeah get you know feel for the area you know get a look around stuff like that and as soon as we have that conversation we show up at this place with three people in it yeah we show up at this place with the landlord and the two tenants mm-hmm. um because he walks downstairs he knocks on a door first door we've seen it's the first bedroom the <laughs> guy comes out he he looks like he came straight out of like 1996 like he looks like he just finished watching like beavis and butthead over and over again <laughs> like it was fucking sad and so he's got like this long fucking hair down to like his like, pr- like i i wouldn't be shocked if it was lower back but i'm pretty sure it went down to at least his shoulders if not lower oh um you know what he reminded me of actually now that i think about it who is that you guys have seen where the millers oh that yeah fucking yeah. That, that, you know what I'm saying, guy? The no regrets guy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he looks like him. A little yeah. bit less trashy, but looked like him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, so, 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 so he comes out. Room reeks. The room's an absolute mess. He's slack-jawed as fuck, carrying <laughs> a bowl of what I'm assuming is six-hour-old spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And not even just, like, not even proper spaghetti. I'm 95% sure that was the shit you get in the can. Oh, yeah. It's like that SpaghettiOs kind of shit. shit. Yeah, like yeah. that SpaghettiOs kind of shit. And he just goes, oh, shit. We had a showing today? We had a showing today. All right, I forgot. Yo, come in my dirty-ass room with clothes and food everywhere. Take a look around. Oh, oh, not even that. Not even that. I also got a look at his book stack. Right. Right. I gotta look at his book oh, stack. Oh, you'll like this, Stefan. And, and the second and the second that I looked at his book stack, I gave our realtor the look. And it was the look of <laughs> we need to leave. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. Um, it's time to leave. And <laughs> she just kinda she looked confused. I went, trust me. This isn't good. This is bad. Um so this guy so first of all, this the 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 fucking advertising for this place. I cannot think of words right now. Said no smokers at all. Mm-hmm. For Uh-oh. context, Brandon and I, Brandon and I are smokers. Why are we looking at this place if we're smokers? We can lie. It's okay. 
Um, and clearly, these two fuckheads were smokers, if that visual description of them didn't get it Dude. into your fucking skull. It was <laughs> the fact that it was the fact that he had an oversized hardcover deluxe edition of Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> and like that's bad. That's bad. But even worse, it was right next to his pristine copy of David Foster Wallace's Infinite Jest. And I knew that this guy hadn't had sex in six years. <laughs> Good lord. Dude, if that guy if that guy that does not smoke weed, I quit. I don't know I don't know I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> that guy looked like the biggest fucking stoner of my life. Has like a half bowl of spaghetti comes out. What's up? Oh shit, we got a showing today. Oh, it's like it looked like he just came out of watching like it's always sunny or something on Netflix on his TV in his room, just stoned out of his mind. I, I, I'm for whatever reason you said SpaghettiOs earlier, and I just keep thinking of um, <laughs> the scene in Camp Krusty, that one episode of The Simpsons where Otto is like driving the kids home after after uh, school's out for summer, and he's like, "All right, three straight months of SpaghettiOs and daytime TV." <laughs> <laughs> God fucking bless Simpsons. <laughs> anyway, so I was picturing Otto that whole time. That is... Actually, that wouldn't be that far off. <laughs> like, if Otto was, like, in his early 20s. Mm -hmm. Um, and... Aspiring bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those fucks... So that was the first guy. Oh, God, the second guy was... Second guy, second guy walks out of his room, and you just look in for, like, a second, you're like... This man is a gamer. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, he has Nazi paraphernalia? Klaus. Uh-oh. He's, he's just got a really nice gaming setup. Oh, okay. Even war- No, just kidding. <laughs> Even worse. Um, at, least, no, at least his room was relatively clean. At least his room was, like, relatively clean, but it was really sad how dark it was in that room. Yeah. Like, it's clear that these fucks have not been outside in, like, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Virgin alert! Uh. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> anyway, Brandon, Brandon, I don't think it's fair to... I don't think it's fair to call them virgins. I don't think that's appropriate. Anyway, so when we left, I, I told our realtor they must be fucking virgins. <laughs> yeah, we also used the word incel. Yeah, we also called them incels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like, no, they probably had sex. They're just incels right now. They're just—they haven't had it in a while. <laughs> they just haven't. It's been many. That. It's been many <laughs> moons. <laughs> it's been many moons since I got that poon. Like, no, I don't like that. Santiago, the walk away from me. <laughs> God, no, but it was, it was, it was like, it was, it was just, it was, it was awful. Um, <laughs> no, th those guys were an absolute disaster. Again, like, when I'm giving my realtor the look at Infinite Chest, <laughs> something that I'm assuming they're taking with them. <laughs> and I had to explain to her what Infinite Jest was. <laughs> and the types of people that read it still. Haven't you read it? I've I've read it. Yeah, I've read enough of it to have an opinion on it. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm probably never gonna finish it. I'm not particularly fond of it. Mm -hmm. But but yeah. like, it's got a very particular vibe to it. 
It's got a particular vibe to it. That's that's all I can say. Google it, fucking morons. <laughs> If it was written by Chuck Palahniuk, that'd be the only way it could be worse. <laughs> At least David Foster Wallace is a good writer. <laughs> Jordan B. Peterson's Infinite Jest. Jesus. Oh no! Please. The worst thing ever in two. That was. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> oh, my that sounds horrible. <laughs> it sounds so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Actually, wait. No, it do that does exist. It's called Twelve Rules for Life. <laughs> or wait, what was that fucking psychology textbook? Right, Maps of Meaning. That's what it's called. Right, Maps right, of right. Meaning. So that that's his infinite chest. <laughs> <laughs> and though when when you clean your room, uh, what you'll see what what happens when you clean your room and thoroughly scrub your penis. You're, you're, what will happen is your third eye will awaken, and uh, and you will you will come to the ultimate truth of the universe. You will be transported in a magic to a magical realm where all you'll see is white space and one mediocre white guy looking back at you, and he will say one phrase and everything will make sense. He will say all women are whores, and suddenly your third eye will burst forth. <laughs> What a great description of Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Quick, do Ben Shapiro next. <laughs> no before thanks. I, before I either do that or ignore that suggestion completely, uh, he will. He, and and then once the third eye awakens, you will become. You will have an all week diet. You will you will eat that for three months. You will go into a coma. You will get her on benzos. Your fourth eye will awaken. And then you will, uh, and then you will make a podcast with your equally pathetic daughter. <laughs> this is how true philosophers are formed. Fucking Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Speaking of Ben Shapiro, did you guys see this like tweet he put out a put out a of a couple days ago where he's like, you know, I, I'm fully vaccinated, and uh, but if the CDC tells me if I do get COVID, it, it, but it, but wait, what, what what was it? It's something I was like, you know, I I am double vaccinated. But I, I'm not gonna just stay in my house all the time because the CDC tells me it tells me to, and it's like, well, nobody's telling you to do do that. Yeah, <laughs> he's just making up people to argue with. I don't know. Like, I haven't watched a lot of Ben Shapiro stuff. Like anything on um, any kind of social issue, he's just an idiot. He he has not been right once in his life. <laughs> uh, I am. I did just find this video on Twitter. Where, like, he says that, like, when he went to parties, he would just bring a book with him. And, like, according to him, like, whenever, like, oh, they, whenever people, like, weren't interesting to him, he would just read. Which is, oh, a really, did you? Oh, did you, Ben? You pretentious, but, posh motherfucker. You know, you know oh, you I brought know, a. He, he, <laughs> you, so, you see, he got, he got invited to a lot of parties. Just none of the people in them were interesting. So he didn't actually. Right. I'm sure he, he got, got invited invi to all the parties. Mr. Bringing Pride. Mr. Bringing Pride and Prejudice to fucking the house of the frat party. <laughs> That's, you know, the important thing that you take away from this is that Ben Shapiro got invited to a lot of parties. Yeah, Ben Shapiro was a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got too much contempt. Well, he's got too much contempt for other people to, like, interact with everybody. people online, even. Like, he's got too much contempt people. for anybody who's not himself. 
yeah. Well, anybody who doesn't believe what he believes is wrong, which is yeah. just like that's not true. Like you're allowed to have different opinions on shit. I mean, also, but like specifically, Ben Shapiro is wrong about everything. So, <laughs> God. Chris, are you there? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm just listening to you guys. Oh okay. Uh, I, I, you can jump back in. Lord. We, I'm done talking about Ben. Fuck Shapiro. you, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> you can eat shit and die. I guess in that case, then I will move on to my favorite place that we looked at. My absolute mm. gem. And it's so good. I'm going to send you a picture of the place. Okay. My favorite picture of the place. Are you ready mm. to see it? Mm -hmm. Sending. Come on. Let's go. What the hell is going on here? Oh, did you text him the socket <laughs> thing or whatever? It, it's, it's like I, the I, socket I just... is getting... It's like the socket is getting sucked into the wall. Dude, it's just a fucking electrical fire waiting to happen. Oh, 100%. Like, it was it was beautiful. I loved it. Anyway, it's disgusting. <laughs> so I'm guessing the rest of the apartment is of uh, comparable quality? Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> it, was, it was somehow more claustrophobic than the last one. My favorite part was when the realtor went to unlock the door. First thing she said was, ew, flies. <laughs> I just left at that point, honestly. Is that also oh, the place yeah. that had the broken door? I think that was the place with the broken door. Um, that was the place with the low ass ceilings that would have given us a fucking concussion. The one that I literally hit my head on. Yep. <laughs> I was looking down at something and I stood up and hit my head on the ceiling. <laughs> God. So that just goes to show, like, you really need to, especially in Toronto, like. When you're trying to rent a place, you really need to go see it for yourself because they like the pictures are so misleading in terms of like how big the place is. Sometimes I yeah. feel like not only that, but also like cast a wide net. Yeah, mm -hmm. because like it feel it feels like why what, what, what I'm get, I'm getting the sense of right now is that like there's a few really good options in there. It's just you kind of got to wade through a bunch of it suboptimal living conditions. Let's say. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Well, it's, like, that's why I went for like. We had like eight places to look at, right? Like, and we only found one good one out of those mm -hmm. eight. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I it, especially because I like Canada in general is just one big like re, like real estate bubble that is just constantly like 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 there's not there's not enough houses like living spaces available and the ones that are available are like way too expensive. Yeah, and that's just if you want to live in a major city in Canada, that's just the reality. Uh, and like you really, really, really need to have like a shotgun approach where you just like pick like, all right, these ten look fine in the online ad, but let's actually go check it out, and mm -hmm. make sure before we commit to anything. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, even even that place we were saying earlier that we couldn't get into, uh, the pictures of that place looked actually really good. Yeah. But, you know. But, you know, it's... They... The beauty of taking pictures of places is that you can you can ma you can frame them in any way to make them look better than they actually are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but that was the places we looked at while we were in Toronto. They were nice. A fruitful adventure. Sure. Indeed. Why the hell not? <laughs> um, now, I guess... Uh, what else was I going to say? There was plenty of things happened, but uh, where was I? Um, 
Yeah, Brandon, what else What else happened when we were in town last week? Uh, went to a bunch of raves. That was fun. That was a good time. Folks, I want to explain what me going to a bunch of raves means. I sat off to the side and drank beer. I have never once heard any description of a rave that I thought that made me want to go to a rave. They're fun. They're a good time. They're like they're not like movie raves where it's just like everyone's doing fucking like a bunch of fucking meth all the time or something just like that. Ecstasy off a bunch of like people who are like have like weird colors yeah, on them. body body shots and tie dye crap. Like it's yeah, it's not the really weird, that. The it, worst music in existence. It's just a bunch of like no, like the music is good. It's just a bunch of like super fucking drunk people just standing around listening to some good tunes. That's really all it is. And uh, also some fire dancing, which is pretty cool. That was, that was oh. actually pretty dope. Oh yeah, why don't you send Stefan some of the videos of uh, the fire dancers? Yeah, sure. I can. Because um, they're, they're cool, and I think Stefan would like it. And um, anyway, what else did you mention about that rave, Brandon? Uh, Sorry? Like, you mentioned, like, the light dancers and all that shit. One of them was doing, like, fucking Simpsons shit with their lights. It was so fucking cool. Yeah, she had, like, a light stick down on, like, a rope or something, and she was just yeah. turning it around. Yeah, and, like, she, she made them look like pineapples and, like, Bart and Lisa Simpson. It was very fucking cool. It's very dope. Um, that does sound pretty cool. And I was so high oh. the entire time. <laughs> also, uh, side note, I, I, I don't know why I found this photo on Facebook yesterday, and I thought it was just super fucking funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you guys can enjoy that photo. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. What does that say? Okay, hang on, hang on. Don't ruin this for me, guys. I want to see it for myself. I want to see it for myself. I fucking love oh, it. There's, there's also there's also this one. Hold on, this one this one's not as good, but also pretty funny. Okay. I'm considering making this one the uh, the episode picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck me! One more, one more, one more. Okay, one more, one more. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Oh God. That, that one's your Dark Knight Rises of this trilogy of photos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> First one's my fucking favorite. It's very I'm good. I haven't movie. lost my virginity because I never lose. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's got it's got the same energy as DW screaming. This sign can't stop me because I can't read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm going back and forth between using oh. just the FDR picture for the episode. Uh, art again or using the anime girl saying uh for the audience at home the uh anime girl yelling i haven't lost my virginity because i never lose <laughs> so fucking funny it's so good it's so good i saw it i burst out laughing but i couldn't contain it dude so good oh anyway anyway so so back to the shit back to the back to the shitty shitty party mm. Mm. um so Actually, I, I found a really funny photo, too, actually, when I was scrolling through shit. I'll send this to you guys first. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to bring up about the parties, Brandon? Uh, we were constantly high as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and sat under a bridge once while drinking. Yeah. And, oh, oh, Chris almost got run over by a cop. Yes. Oh. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah. You telling, are you telling me that the Toronto police suck ass? 
<laughs> in fact, uh, yes, we are. I'm sure there's. I'm, fact, sure there's I'm sure there's recent news stories that can that can definitely disprove that assertion. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, Chris. Is there a story behind this? Did he did he piss off a cop? What no, happened? No, no. Um, they just no. showed up. So we were drinking underneath an overpass. Mm. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> we were drinking underneath do. an overpass. We all had a series of uh, shatter edibles. Mm -hmm. That was fun. And. Um, what was I gonna say? And so we were just kind of chilling there, doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. You guys were urinating at the time, and then just out of nowhere, these fucking cop cars just whip right in. They're not even fucking paying attention to where they're going, and we think, oh no. Mm. Yeah, because if you know anything from Edmonton, is that drinking on the side of the road is not legal. Uh, so. <laughs> I think that's, we were... that's true. In, that's true in most cities, to be fair. Most places. Well, we, we we thought they were coming to fucking like give us a ticket or something. Yeah, all, all that fucking wasn't the four case. of them that showed up. Yeah, no, they went right into the train station. We didn't see them again. We never actually figured out what happened. No. There. Oh yeah, we did. It was fine. But anyway, one of them almost hit me when they were parking. And by parking, was... I mean drifting third gear e brake to stop. There was a. Uh... The, the, uh, what one t my uh i was my parent my parents I, I was with my parents and we were driving uh in the in the countryside a few weeks ago and this rcmp officer these these two rcmp cars have pulled uh pulled somebody over right mm. and one of them kind of and th th i think this is just the picture of i guess the futility of police in general in terms of like actually like not being a constant hindrance to everybody around them Oh. At best, uh -huh. uh, because they 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 had there was two cop cars. One was part one was parked in front of the guy they pulled over, and the other was parked behind. So the p guy who was parked behind this guy was parked literally in the middle of the lane, like right like the line was going like right through the middle of the car. So literally everybody passing by had to drive around this idiot's car. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This idiot's cop car. And then, like, the guy parked in front of the guy they had pulled over was, like, this, like, fucking, like, like, what, what, this Pillsbury Doughboy who <laughs> is, like, has a speed gun out and is trying to catch people, people who are speeding. <laughs> so they set up a road hazard and then immediately try to catch people who are making traffic violations. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, next you'll tell me that all cops are bastards. <laughs> what a world. What a world. What a world. But, what a but anyway, yeah. World. But anyway, yeah. So I think that sums up the party. I don't think we're missing any details. No. Don't think so. No. Um... Like I said, just sat off to the side, didn't do a whole hell of a lot. It was great. All right, before we before we keep before we keep chatting, we're just gonna have a we're we're gonna have a quick ad break. We will be right back. Now recording. Thanks for fucking showing up, Craig. 
Yeah, so fucking time, Craig, you, you piece of you, shit. He heard Chris allude to ad revenue, and he was like, oh, I want a piece of that. <laughs> Give me some of that action, brother. <laughs> Give me some of them ads. <laughs> All right, what a fucking um, freeloader. Welcome, welcome back. Um, I think we're done talking about Toronto. Mm-hmm. Unless Brandon wants to bring up other shit about Toronto. Uh, I mean, we went and saw Inside. We did go see Bo Burnham. Actually, this will this will lead into the we talk about movies thing. We got mm-hmm. a chance to see Bo Burnham's Inside the Theater. Yeah, and we we yeah. we did get we did get a chance to talk about Bo Burnham in our mid year recap episode. Uh, so by all means, check that out. But the longer the our your pre theater thoughts, I guess, are long story short, we all love it. Yeah, we all thought it was great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna keep this super brief because we've we've talked about the movie multiple times on the show, mm-hmm. and we don't need to talk about it again. So, basically, I think the 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 big takeaways from this were there was a couple people in our screening that clearly hadn't seen the movie before because they kept losing their shit the entire yeah. time. Sands the last twenty five minutes. Uh huh. I don't know. It was it was it was really good. Like visually, like obviously the visuals really stand out. The one thing that really got me was the part, like, was right towards the end of All Eyes on Me when Bo grabs the camera and, like, whips it around like he's, like, strangling the audience. Uh-huh. That feels so much more fucking disturbing in a theater and just more horrifying in a theater. Yes. Like, yeah. The last 25 minutes feels more uncomfortable in a theater. My, ha- not having seen it, I can't make a make a fully informed comment, but, like, I think, like... It, it it almost kind of sounds like a like a handheld or like a shaky cam effect where like in like regular Hollywood movies for example like it has that disor like sometimes to a to its detriment like a very disorienting effect yeah uh, whereas in this case like just I assume it would kind of add to the effect because it is meant to be kind of well, because it is meant to be kind of disorienting and confusing and like just this very very outright aggression out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh-huh. I, like the, like the show in general like you would think wouldn't work as well in a theater because it is so geared towards like streaming at home mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound like that's the case at all no no it, it works super well like it's it's something i think that would have worked in a theater but it makes sense that they just put it straight on streaming because like it's a comedy special right well kind of I guess. Well, kind of. Well, okay, but either way, it's it's supposed to be more of a, for lack of a better word, a variety special. Yeah, yeah. As in, you feel a variety of fucking emotions. <laughs> <laughs> a whole, a whole range of them. A whole barrage of emotions. Has there Bunch. been, and and I, I think comedy special is just doing inside like a massive disservice because it is it do, it does feel like more than that. But like, has there been? What was the last time, if ever, a comedy special had the had the immediate impact on pop culture that Inside does? Oh God, I I would say maybe. Oh God, it's it's so it's so up in the air. Because I can think of like an Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor or even George Carlin special that would have oh, been at I the mean, same level of like a nationwide phenomena. I mean, I think Delirious had a huge like had a huge impact on pop culture. That's true, that's true. Um, like, I would say the early Eddie Murphy specials did. I'd say the early... I, I would say that, like, maybe there isn't a specific Jorlin special, but there's definitely George Carlin bits. 
I think George Carlin's career as a whole could definitely has a comparable, yeah, uh, comparable reach. Comrade Carlin. Comrade Carlin. Comrade Carlin. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. I think, I think Carlin had a huge, huge, huge impact in the same way that Burnham is right now. I don't Mm. think, because I'm trying to think if there was a stand-up show maybe in the last like, what like twenty in the last twenty years. But I can't think of anything. And, like, I'm a huge stand-up guy. Yeah. I... I, I mean... Uh, well, that's the thing. It's, like... Again, like, this is a massive disservice to Inside because it's not really a stand-up special. But, like, I, I... This is nowhere near the same comparable effect. But, like, one that I think... To think of something that was, like, kind of unlike... Because stand-up specials are kind of, like... At this point, kind of a very stale formula. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, uh, the only one in, like, the last few years that I could think of that, like, really... And it was still the same formula. It was just done in a, an absurd manner was uh, Eric Andre special. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is terrific. Um, it came out last year. But I, I think it really does help that Inside kind of came at, like, the perfect time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this has been talked about so often. But it really does capture, like, the mental state of us collectively as a society who have been like poisoned not only by like the pandemic but just like the internet as a whole and oh yeah especially, especially with regards to like capitalism's effect on the internet mm-hmm. oh yeah and and like yeah i think the best thing i can say about it right now without like going into um you know like going back into reanalyzing the special as much as i'd love to it sounds like fun um mm-hmm. It's that, yeah, like, it still looks really good on a big screen. And I'm surprised mm. it works as well as it does on a big screen. Yeah. Welcome to the internet on the big screen was a oh, that fucking blast. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Oh, my God, that looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because, I mean, like, I thought, for, like, cause before we went into the movie, Chris was showing me these uh, videos of, like, people, like, just singing their lungs out in the middle of the theaters, like, yeah. backstage just screaming. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that'll happen. And, like, it, it did a little bit. Kind of. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I was singing, but, like, mm-hmm. it was just funny listening to those three chicks just, <laughs> in the fucking middle of white girls' Instagram. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God, Instagram. yeah. You, you, could, you could hear the, oh, I'm so called out energy. <laughs> I, that's me! <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> like, it's it was absolutely miserable to deal with that. And then the last 25 minutes, they were silent. Mm-hmm. As, I mean, yeah. <laughs> all, 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 all eyes on me, especially, does kind of have that effect on people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is devastating depression. Mm. Or I guess even that funny feeling, like, it was... which is soul crushing. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Of course. Like it's not. It's not. What do you call it? Fun. No, not at all. <laughs> it's not. You know, smiley and nice. Mm-hmm. It actually makes you feel like crap. Some would say it's not a comedy special. Some would say it's not a comedy special at all. Some would just say it's, uh, you know, fucking miserable, actually. Mm-hmm. Some would say it's it's just designed to make you want to kill yourself. It's literally I, this so- last 20 minutes, got, everyone got so fucking quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, everyone was, like, silent. I think, um... I think my favorite, like, I think my favorite, like, fucking bit, or my, not my favorite bit, sorry, my favorite moment, Mm -hmm. 
out of all of them. Mm-hmm. So there was, <laughs> or my favorite. I'm misspeaking because I'm an idiot and I'm also very stressed and tired. My favorite, my favorite thing I read on the internet about Inside is someone's mom described it as like watching Bo Burnham moments before he hangs himself. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not asking you to think about it. I'm just asking you to like, yeah, but I, mean, think I mean, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. No, not even close. I'm not asking you to think about it. I'm just asking you to think about it. Yeah, I'm just asking you to think about it. <laughs> I'm not asking you to think about it. I'm asking you to consider it. <laughs> Can, please, consider the following. <laughs> Memorize the first card you see. And then go fuck yourself. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> oh my god. No, but it was... It, but, but like, that's, that's the best way I think anyone's been able to describe that fucking... Uh, that fucking show, that fucking special is just, it feels like Bo Burnham is like seconds away from killing himself. Mm. You know what's really funny is this, is after we watched it, you you said to me, Chris, like, it's amazing how Bo Burnham's one vine perfectly summarizes inside. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, hey, don't be, just be afraid to be outside, just go outside or, or stay inside. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Was this the first uh, movie slight quotation marks that you guys have seen in theaters since the pandemic yeah so. this would be the first this would be the first for me so i guess i, I guess so, chris, yeah. i guess chris broke his promise of saving himself for jackass 4 yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know. I mean can you blame him though it's inside my bo burnham i mean it, it feel like th this is not going to be a long theatrical run i think you can be forgiven for being like you know i'm gonna see this thing that'll probably never happen again yeah and literally it's like one weekend only in toronto like they it was mm -hmm. like playing for the Saturday or whatever or, or something like that, and then that was it. No, you can be more than forgiven for that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jackass 4 looks incredible, though. Oh, I'm so excited. Jackass I'm so, ex so fucking good. I'm so fucking pumped, dude. There's going to be something so cathartic about coming through, like, we're still, we still all have pandemic brain. And we're all, mm -hmm. like, vaguely ir vaguely aggravated still. And then just watching, like, a bunch of middle-aged dudes just beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. My favorite part of the trailer is when fucking Steve was like, you know, it's all it's okay to get, like, concussions aren't really that bad as long as you're below the age of 50. And Knoxville's <laughs> 49, so. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Proceed to shoot him out of a cannon. <laughs> I fucking love Steve-O. <laughs> God, I love Steve-O. It's... I, I'm, I'm sad Bam's not gonna be in it. Yeah, yeah. There's so much going on with Bam, though, and, like, fucking none Bam, of it is dude. good. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like... It, it, it's... It's a really depressing situation to think about, and to an extent, I think, like, this... hit This kind of, like, negative personality traits have always kind of been there in some form or another. But it really is kind of depressing to see them all come to a head like this <laughs> like oh yeah like th there was no way they could have him back at this point no like if, if he's gonna keep acting the way he is they they just can't yeah i haven't like, really i haven't really kept up on a lot of the bam drama uh the long story short i guess is that bam has a lot of substance abuse problems and mental health issues got it got uh, it 
and so it, like it, everyone else he, in Hollywood, got he, it. He's basically in a self-destructive spiral at this point. Yeah. So oh, joy. He, he he's a danger to himself and others. They couldn't have him on a show where like people are getting shot out of a cannon. It would be irresponsible. Yeah, and also, yeah, he's basically burnt bridges with everybody on the on the on the program at this point. Yeah, like Jeff Tremaine has already filed a restraining order against him. Yeah. God. I can't. Oh god. I just. Oh, I mean, I can't wait for Jackass Four. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Eric Andre's gonna be, so gonna be in it. I know. Oh my god. Hell yeah. I'm so. He gets fucking hit fucking... in the face with a fucking airbag or something. <laughs> god. Eric Andre and Jackass sounds like a match made in heaven. Honestly, it does. I'm also mm. so glad they brought those giant hands back. Yes. Mm. Like, do you guys remember the scene in Jackass Three where they're holding the sign and he's like, "Hey, guy, bring in, go bring in this soup." <laughs> <laughs> he's called and carrying a full tray of like hot soup and just. <laughs> 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 oh my god. It, I, I just love how like, oh, I love how they're still having fun. Yeah. I don't know why they're still having fun, but I love that they're still having fun. Yeah. There's a part of me that almost just doesn't want them to stop, but also... Yeah, of course not. Uh, I, I, think, I think, like, you have to have fun to continue... You have to be having fun to continue being on Jackass. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, dude. Just watching someone getting, like, stung on the crotch with a bunch of bees or shot out of a fucking human cannon wearing a wingsuit. Or fucking if you're like, <laughs> riding a riding a miniature dirt bike off like a sixty foot ramp. <laughs> oh yeah, because if you're like these guys, especially like Johnny Knoxville, who like Jackass isn't their day job anymore. No, uh, like you can't be like, you know, I'm not really feeling the Jackass thing, but I'm just gonna ca cash the checks and let a bear maul my, maul my face. Like <laughs> that's not something yeah, you no. do as like a side gig. That you're not really invested <laughs> the in. The side hustle. <laughs> My side hustle is getting stung by bees. <laughs> For cash. <laughs> My side hustle is getting an physically enema. Injuring my <laughs> getting an enema. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so glad we're in this generation where like, this shit's just fucking. Instead of people going, oh my god, what the fuck are they doing? Everyone's like, yes! More! More! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking really channeling that Adam Driver feeling. Inject it into my eyeballs directly. <laughs> Give me sustenance. <laughs> I need my jackass baby. <laughs> that... Spoiler for the trailer, which is the stupidest phrase I've ever said, but that that bear at the end looks like is one... I'm gonna... That one looks fun. That's a, that's a chonky oh, bear. That one looks fucked. That one looks wild. That looks <laughs> a bunch of honey and fucking... What else? Salmon on his lap? Yeah. <laughs> tied into a chair. Alright, let the bear in. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking thinks of this shit, man? I want to. I want to know their storyboard for this movie, dude. <laughs> they don't, All right, so we're, they, we're gonna. They just they get drunk and think they, they're like us when we think of bits for the show. Except that's literally exactly themselves. that. <laughs> it, that reminds me. That that reminds me of like the one Eric Andre bit where like Eric Andre breaks character where he like welcomes welcomes in 
grizzly bear with the assumption that it's the rapper grizzly bear and just an actual live grizzly bear just wanders into his studio and he immediately breaks character and runs away <laughs> yes <laughs> oh i can't wait to see eric andre in this film and see what he does oh i'm, I'm delighted speaking of good movies though unless we're not done with jackass in which case i'm good I will never stop talking about Jackass. But... Another good movie, and I do want you both to shoot me uh, once I reveal what this movie is, but that we saw recently, which is uh, Space Jam 2. Uh... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact, we have another uh, half of a lost episode to add to the sequel to K-Canon. Yep. <laughs> because before we decided to take a break, we had recorded half of an episode on Space Jam, uh, which is still kicking around maybe it'll be a blooper someday maybe not uh but where we talk about the first space jam and then we were planning on recording one on space jam 2 but that never ended up happening yeah so i guess as a quick short end review to incorporate in this fireside chat brandon what's your general thought on space jam 2 fucking hate it <laughs> god it sucks so much <laughs> it's so bad Chris, like I... I know, I, I, let me just read my letterbox review verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll read mine too. Actually, fuck it. And um, I'll I'll finish up with mine. Great. Sounds good. Brandon, you go ahead. You want me to go first? Okay, I'll yeah. go first. Let me give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. I was literally falling asleep in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just one large IP flexed by Warner Brothers. It is, though. Like It really is. This, I feel like the original Space Jam also was kind of a minor IP. An IP well, not a minor IP flex. It literally is an advertisement. But it was kind of limited by its scope. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this one, like, it really is just, like, obnoxious. Like, just throwing shit at the... Throwing everything at the wall. Yeah. Like, by the time... It, after it gets to, like, the montage of, like, Looney Tunes characters and different Warner Brothers movies, I'm just so fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Chris? <clears throat> um, an epic saga where LeBron James learns to respect the most oppressed class on the internet, gamers. Heartwarming. <laughs> Actually, so dumb. Anyways, I, like how, I like how his son's arc is basically like... My dad, my dad takes issue with me being a gamer, so I'm going to doom the universe. <laughs> Gamers rise up, baby. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 13 years old and going through my rebellious stage. I'm going to make a video game and yell at my dad for it. <laughs> All right, fucking. I'm going to, I'm going to read my review. And for oh, those of you yeah. who are hoping oh, hoping that we kind of fill in the, the granular plot details of Space Jam 2, I think this review will kind of do that for you. I think it will. A rotating wheel, turning an axle, grinding, bolt head, linear gearbox, falling sky, seven holy stakes, a docked ship, 
a portal to another world, a thin rope tied to a thick rope, a torn harness, parabolic gearbox, expanding universe, time controlled by slipping cogwheels, existence of God, swimming with open water in all directions, drowning, a prayer written in blood, a prayer written in time-devouring snakes with human eyes, a thread connecting all living human eyes, a kaleidoscope of holy stakes, exponential gearbox, a sky of exploding stars, God disproving the existence of God, a wheel rotating in six dimensions, 40 gears in a ticking clock, a clock that takes one second for every rotation of the planet, a, a clock that ticks 40 times every time it ticks every second time, a bolt head of holy stakes tied to the existence of a docked ship to another world, a kaleidoscope of blood written in clocks, a time-devouring prayer connecting a sky of 40 gears and open human eyes in all directions, breathing gearbox, breathing bolt head, breathing ship, breathing portal, breathing snakes, breathing god, breathing blood, breathing holy stakes, breathing human eyes, breathing time, breathing prayer, breathing sky, breathing wheel. There it is. Again, again, that funny feeling. You're right. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, think, uh, I think I covered pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James is not that bad in the movie, though. No, he's he's fine. Like he's <laughs> like he's not given anything to work with, so it feels almost unfair to judge anyone's performance in this movie. Oh, definitely. I <laughs> hold on. Side note. Time out. Chris, what the fuck are you just sending the group chat? <laughs> I sucked Bob Odenkirk's dick in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just had to bring that up for a second. <laughs> Go okay, on. Prayers for Bob Odenkirk. Um, yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Also, this movie's only made $94 million at the box office so far. Yeah, that uh, is not surprising, I don't think. No. Something, uh... Okay, to... A few more notes. The 2D animation is actually not that bad. Not bad either. No, um, no, it's it's actually really good. Like I think the the DC section, like as obnoxious as it was, if there was like a Superman cartoon with that style of animation, I would be so down for it. Mm -hmm. Um, the 3D animation is a nightmare to look at, and I think like it does kind of go back to when we were talking about Earwig and the Witch, uh -huh. like trying to co-opt those character those 2d the characters that look really good in 2d and trying to cram them into a 3d shell just doesn't work it like takes all the life out of them it's uncanny valley exactly um along those lines though like there's a, like there's a, some like another thing i noted was that like zendaya did not have to be in this fucking movie no <laughs> why is zendaya she in this movie she voices lola bunny like oh I have literally nothing against Zendaya, but this is entirely, like, clout casting. <laughs> like, this is just celebrity casting. Oh, yeah. Like, especially because, like, all the other Looney Tunes, to their to meager credit, are all voiced by, like, their actual voice actors. Mm -hmm. Like, the people who voice them in cartoons. Whereas this, it's like, let's replace her longtime voice actor with Zendaya. Because that'll, that'll drag the kids in. <laughs> That's it, it, yeah. It was it's so stupid. Mm -hmm. Especially because like like Lola Bunny like for better like since the first Space Jam when she was just this bizarre marketing decision oh. in general. She's actually developed kind of a personality since then. Like especially with like with uh, regards to the Looney Tunes show, uh, which for better or for worse for what like for whatever opinion people have on that show. Uh, Lola Bunny actually had a personality in it beyond just being fan service. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's voiced by Kristen Wiig in that, actually. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, um, who does a great job. But um, 
and then like it's not it's not really going back because it's not really the same thing but like she doesn't she has like nothing to do in this movie <laughs> yeah and it's pretty clear that like that like they they had zendaya read like five lines and then collect her check and it was done for, they, she was done for the day yeah or done for the pretty movie. Fucking much yeah pretty much this movie's lame Movie sucks yeah, dick. I mean, it's fucking crap. And, like, there was so much... That's the thing. Like, they do absolutely nothing with Lola. Mm-hmm. But, like, everyone was so pissed. They're like, oh, my God. She's... she's She doesn't have her big bunny mommy milkies anymore. What are we going to fucking do? I-, I can smell the type of person who is mad that Lola it doesn't have, like, disproportionate <laughs> proportions anymore. <laughs> I can smell them from here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right outside your house, Stefan. Come say hi. Oh, that's no. terrifying. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> no, um, no, but like, it, first of all, look, I don't jack off to cartoons, so I just don't care. Yeah, yeah like, for, like, first of all, I'm not going to masturbate to a rabbit. Like, there's no. just, just a universe where yeah, that happens. I'm, I'm going to masturbate to consenting adult human beings. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, well, it's just the, like the wait. What do you mean? Uh huh. No, no, no. Back the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? Uh huh. Uh, nothing. I was just what, trying to move on to my point because I. What, what are you? I what are you? Talk. What are you outing me as, freak? <laughs> You're like, a fucking furry, Chris. <laughs> anyway, as I was gonna say. <laughs> We're just gonna let that hang in the air, I guess. Yep, a hundred percent. Loudly accusing, <laughs> baselessly accusing Chris of being a furry. Oh. <laughs> How's that? Like, oh my god. Okay. Like, like, like the point is, like, if you watch this movie at like eight or nine, and for whatever reason, like your destroy your destroyed brain thought weird things about Lola Bunny, whatever, Fucking whatever. Lola Bunny. But like, it her- it, it's just disturbing to think about now. Yeah. Well, they, like they made her so fucking well, because the, the first page was her first appearance, right? Mm-hmm. That was they made her so fucking like sexually tense, or it whatever was, the fuck it is. It was like, so bad. And then, and then in, in the second one, they just completely went the other direction. It's like, all right, she's an Amazon. <laughs> she don't need no man. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like they somehow like they they that's the thing. Like in the first Space Jam, her personality is. Hold on, I think I have... I think I actually took notes about this. But, uh... Her personality is, like, girl, but also she needs to be strong, independent female character, TM. Hashtag don't call me doll. Yes. But also, like, we're just going to have copious shots of her ass and tits in a children's (laughs) movie. Like, Lola Bunny feels like the answer to a question that nobody asked. Mm Mm-hmm. In the first Space Jam, uh, where it's like they needed female representation and tokenism was all the rage in the 90s. So they created a female, essentially a female Bugs Bunny. But everybody who created her was also like profusely jacking off at the same time. So Lola Bunny <laughs> is the result. Well, Bunny uh, started started <laughs> when people were younger. That's what that's what people think <laughs> of. It's like, what's when did, when did you know that you were a furry? Well, uh, <laughs> Back like, when I was twelve, when I watched Space Jam one for the first like, time, that Lola Bunny though, 
that the only the only utility that Lola Bunny in the first Space Jam has in modern society is like as a furry milestone, and that's basically it. But then you go through like the twenty five or so years since then. She makes sporadic appearances in cartoons. She develops kind of a personality, especially in Looney to- in the, a really well developed personality in the Looney Tunes show, of essentially being incredibly unstable, yeah, but also funny, uh, and. Then they get to a new legacy, and it—I mean, as much as this movie is just a fucking disaster from 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 like the get-go, like they have an opportunity to kind of build on her characterization a bit, and also like if you actually have a problem with her like redesign, then I I just think you're kind of irreparably broken as a human being, uh, and they do absolutely nothing with her. <laughs> And a redesign is fine, honestly, but they don't actually, like, give her a personality beyond, yeah, basically, like, she is girl Looney Tune, and she is strong, independent female character. Yeah, it's, it's very performative. It's trademarked. Uh, but yeah, go on, sorry. I, I said, yeah, it's very performative. Mm-hmm. Um, and dumb. Um, mm-hmm. ooh, finally, they're putting out Monopoly Space Jam 2. <laughs> but what the kids were clamoring for a monopoly game based especially specifically on space jam 2 you know for all the grown adults who have nostalgia for space jam 2 <laughs> um good also you guys want to see the worst thing i've ever worst piece of artwork i've ever seen in my life do tell here's the cover for the junior novelization of space jam 2 oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> This looks like a fan poster. Yeah. Like a fan-made poster. Yeah. What? Yeah, it looks really bad. Oh my god. Is that the actual fo- poster? That's the actual cover art for the junior novel. Someone just went and fucking like, photoshopped a bunch of JPEGs of all the fucking Looney Tunes characters. <laughs> it, it feels like they took like a, uh, like a promotional picture of LeBron, at, but in his uniform with, like I don't know, the Cavs or the Heat or the Lakers, and just like rendered the shit out of him and plastered a to uh, a toon squad jersey on him dude look at marvin martian dude he looks like he's just sitting there just like hey I, i'm gonna get that <laughs> i'm gonna get that it's... rabbit and then just like they paste it on like a fucking it looks like he's blended into the background <laughs> yeah it does he's he's not even like is Marvin the Martian even in the... No, he is for like 10 seconds, that's right. Yeah, he's barely He's barely, he's in, the barely movie. in the movie. Same with uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. Same with fucking Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, th- I, f- I feel like that's the problem with these kind of Looney Tunes ensemble movies, and I think the exception to this is, is back in action, um, which is like, there's too many characters to focus on, so you end up with like these really like base-level characterizations of every character, like... The, the first Space Jam, and I guess Space Jam 2, like, they're awful characterizations of the Looney Tunes. Like, they feel like somebody who has never watched Looney Tunes read a Wikipedia synopsis and just used that as the basis for their personalities. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious what the fucking boardwalk space of Space Jam's Monopoly is. Well, apparently you can shoot hoops in it, so that's fucking funny shoot, to me. Shoot hoops? Oh, hell yeah. Be like LeBron and shoot hoops. Oh, hell yeah. Soul-crushing capitalism and basketball hell yeah love, dude you'll, you'll love to see it um you'll love to see it 
Was Whereas, close. like, with back in action, like, I think it made the wise decision of, like, focusing almost entirely on Bugs and Daffy. Yeah. And as well as, like, whatever, like, villain, be that Yosemite Sam or Wile E. Coyote or Marvin the Martian that they're facing in that five-minute block or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, it does end up feeling like a fun Looney Tunes cartoon. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, it just feels like... It feels like, uh... It feels like a Nike ad being drilled into your into your eyeballs for two hours. And that's the thing. Space Jam 2 is almost two hours. Mm-hmm. And it should be... Well, it shouldn't Not exist. need to be that long. It shouldn't exist at all. But if it exists at all, it should be like half that length. I also feel like it ends like four times. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, like, I remember I was watching it... I can't remember if I watched it with you, Chris. No. Did we watch it together? Oh, wait. No, we watched half of it together. And then I went to bed. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, I forgot. We got halfway through it. And I'm like, all right, it must be almost over by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was still an hour to go. And I was <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Shit. Also, I feel bad for fucking... Uh, what's the guy who plays the villain? Fucking... Oh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Oh. God, what a... He deserves so Oh my much god, better. he's so much better. The fucking writing of his character was so bad. I guess algae or yeah, algae rhythm. Fuck. Algae rhythm. I keep I keep, I kept thinking they were calling him Ollie G rhythm and I was very confused. Ollie G rhythm. I mean, <laughs> that'd be arguably better than Algae rhythm. <laughs> if they put if they if they cast him as Sasha Baron Cohen, that could be a fun That would have been great. That would have been hilarious. Algae yeah. <laughs> versus LeBron James. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. I'd watch the fucking, that sounds so much fun, actually. Just gets like Ali <laughs> thinking he's all that hot shit in basketball, and then just getting fucking shit on <laughs> fucking LeBron. I I just found a fan poster for Space Jam Two that's actually better than that Junior Novel cover. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is when you look at the bottom right. Rated R. <laughs> it's rated R. It's kind of funny. I kind of love that. Um, speaking of LeBron, though, like, I think another comparison to, like, Space Jam 1 is that I think the first Space Jam, like, at least hints at, like, playing a little bit with, like, the mythology of Michael Jordan. A little bit. Asi- aside from the fact that, first of all, Michael Jordan does not live in a house that fucking small. No. No. <laughs> even even in the nineties yeah, when he like, wasn't like a like a cajillionaire. Yeah, like, like they're trying to make him like he's oh he's just your typical suburban family home. <laughs> Bullshit. He lives in a fucking mansion. That guy makes fucking millions of dollars. <laughs> like fuck off. Is he a billionaire at this point? I don't know. Let me look up his net worth. Uh but like, it, it, it does have these weird references to, like, real-world events where, like, he retired from basketball for, like, two years to play minor league baseball really badly. He is worth $1.6 U.S. That's what I thought. Uh, well, not exactly. Well, whatever. Um, it it, it kind of does play with that mythology to the extent that, like, some have suggested, and I kind of agree, that it would make an interesting, like, back-to-back viewing with uh, The Last Dance. Yeah. Uh, which I still need to watch i've been meaning to Mm -hmm. um whereas lebron james like obviously there's a lot of mythology around him and myth making around him because like Mm. he's one of the he and michael jordan are like maybe the two greatest basketball players of all time yeah uh 
but it doesn't like aside from a few references to like him constantly switching teams like they don't really do anything with the character quote unquote of lebron james no it, no he just it, he, he just puts in that work yeah pretty much like that's his character trade like puts in work and puts it, in it's work. like you almost could have just replaced him with like a fictional basketball player oh yeah you could have placed him with literally any basketball player yeah, it didn't. It didn't really like I, LeBron. It like it's the, the only difference is like LeBron James is like you can you can advert like you can sell LeBron James brand with it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. In the same way that they sold Michael Jordan's, to be fair, but like also like that's Michael Jordan. Like as much as Michael Jordan is fucking terrible in that movie, kind of the he's kind of propped up by like kind of the backstory and the myth and the myth making behind Michael <laughs> Jordan. Whereas I feel like there just are... isn't that much to to the same extent with LeBron James. Yeah, on well, something that really just was just like, come on, was when like, oh yeah, we're we're bringing back Michael Jordan. It was Michael B. Jordan, like the actor. <laughs> and it was just like, come on, dude. <laughs> it was, it was I, I, I hope you enjoyed your one like half a day on set for your two hundred thousand dollar paycheck. Like, oh my god, I get it. Yeah, aha, uh-huh, it's a pun because his name it. is the same. Oh that was god. worth a five. That was worth a five minute segment of the film. It took me two weeks, but I finally get it. What a fucking idiotic joke. It's so bad. It's so bad. And they, Michael they, Jordan. The thing is they drag it out for way too long, too. It's like a five-minute segment of just stupid, like, small talk. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just I'm gonna, I'm just gonna... You wanna give us a motivational speech? This guy who knows nothing about basketball and is, has no idea why he's here. That, that is his character. He doesn't know why he's there. He just, I just walked in here. <laughs> now, oh. now, now, I'm sick and tired of talking about this fucking movie. Yeah, fuck Space Jam. I'm done talking fuck about Space this Jam movie. again. But we, but Stefan did finally watch Looney Tunes back in action, so there is a positive. Yes. Which is yes. Dude, that, that movie rules so hard. It's so good. You know what? I'm gonna watch it tonight. That's a terrific idea. I'm it's watching so it tonight. Funny. It's so good. It it sucks that, like... I guess Space Jam 2 is a flop, but, like, a critical flop. But, like, that back in action is the one that kind of got the the short end of the stake. Because that movie is just so fucking charming. When Mm. The movie came out in the 90s, right? No, it came out in 2003. 2003, yeah. Dude, that is, like, the epitome of a perfect 2003 movie. (laughs) movie? (laughs) It's so good. It has Steve Martin as the best... One of the best villains. Uh... (laughs) Dude, his, his his pronunciation. First of all, he's a sex symbol in that movie, and you can't. Yes, he is. Otherwise, second of all, you people in two thousand three just were not ready for how his pronunciation of the word monkey would come to redefine the zeitgeist. <laughs> monkey, <laughs> monkey, monkey. <laughs> well, there's him, and then there was amazing actor Brendan Fraser. Yeah, oh, he's he's so good. He's fantastic. I miss him. He's he's very good at like being a live action cartoon character. Yes. I can't remember who uh, the female lead was. Uh, uh Jenna Elfman. Jenna Elfman. I I don't know anything about Jenna. I don't Elfman. know. I'm sorry, but she's great in the movie. <laughs> I love um, the movie. Like, they're in the middle of the desert and it's Walmart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> convenient items at such low, low prices. <laughs> fucking <daffy laughs> So fucking good. I like uh, Steve Martin's line, uh, 
This is unacceptable. We cannot have nine-year-olds working in sweatshops making Acme products when three-year-olds work for so much less. <laughs> <laughs> or like when uh, the, the flying car is about to crash into the desert and Daffy immediately calls a stockbroker to like take to like sell his stock in Warner Brothers because Bugs Bunny is about to die. <laughs> See this, God, this, like, so meant, clever, this dude. Is, this movie is a much better characterization of the Looney Tunes. It's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Like so funny, dude. It's so fucking funny. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, it's it still holds up. It's, of course it does. It's it's, a, it's so like, like it's the perfect Looney Tunes movie. Dude, it always confused me as a kid, though, because whenever I ever said back in action, right, I always thought, wait, wait, there was a first one? <laughs> I, like, spent forever always like, where's this first fucking Looney Tunes movie? I need it! <laughs> but I it's, it's, it's not there. It, it, I almost feel like it's because that's, that title has become kind of like a meta-reference to, like, how, like, the Looney Tunes don't actually really have, like, a long-running, like, series or movie franchise anymore. No. Uh, no, they like, ha they ha they have a, a series now. Don't they, they have series, but they only run like <laughs> one or two one or two seasons at a time. Like my favorite of them slash the only one I've really like watched most is the Looney Tunes show, mm. which is a, I mean that that's yeah. a whole other topic. But it only lasted two seasons. Yeah, 2011. Uh, and whereas as it comes to movies, it's been the two Space Jam movies and Back in Action, mm -hmm. and that's it. So you constantly have these reboots of the cartoons. Whereas, like, even, like, in the 2000s, you had, like, Lunatics Unleashed or whatever, which was, like, that gritty superhero reboot. Oh, yeah. Or something. Which I never watched an episode of, but the concept is hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you had, like, the Looney... That got canceled after a few years, I think. Then you had the Looney Tunes show. I don't know how well it did, like, financially, but it was pretty well received critically. Got canceled after two years. Then you had, like, the new Looney Tunes show or thereabouts, I forget the exact title, it got cancelled after two years, and then you have, like, a new, new Looney Tunes show, which might still be going on, I'm not actually sure. Well, there was the Baby Looney Tunes, and... Yeah, yeah, there was Baby Looney Tunes. I, I, I don't know if Tiny Tunes technically qualifies, but I guess that was Warner Brothers. Um, but it was kind of a different property, too. Um, I don't know, like, Looney Tunes is weird in the sense that, like, nothing that they've done since, like, the 50s has been as like well like what's the term like as uh ubiquitous as the cartoons that were made in like the 30s to the 50s yeah it's a, it's a very strict but like the characters are easily recognizable they still have a ton of staying power but like it's weird that they haven't really had a. they haven't they haven't had like a ton of representation in like 70 years God, it's 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 just great. Like I honestly, I, like when we live together, Chris, I'm, there's gonna be times where I'm just watching old Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh yeah, because it's just so fucking good. Do, you, do either of you have like the what what's it called like the Golden Collection? I do. Chris does. Oh, yeah. wonderful! I have Volume Two, like the the ones with the like the Whoopi Goldberg intro saying like, "Hey, these were racist. We're really sorry." Yeah, <laughs> I I have I have volumes one through three. I think one and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. To double back to Space Jam Two, uh, I wanted to pose this to you guys. If if we if like the end of the year was today and we were doing our year end list, mm -hmm. would Space Jam and you let's say you had first cut, would Space Jam Two be what you cut first? No. 
No. For like so. bad movies or yes, like if we were doing our year end list and you were the um... one who got to cut first. I mean, it wouldn't go very high, but I don't know if I'd cut it first. No, it, it would be my second cut. Music would be my first. Oh, mm. right. You're, you've seen music. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, what about you, Brandon? What would be your... I'd, ha- be? I'd have to fucking check to remember what I've seen. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, but, like, it, it'd either probably be, like, the same thing as, like, yeah, between, like, one of the first five cuts. I'm go- I think it was Space Jam would probably be mine, but uh, I also haven't seen music. Uh, and... It's like 70% Space Jam 2 and like 30% Earwig and the Witch. Because Earwig and the Witch doesn't actually make me as angry as Space Jam 2. It just kind of makes me sad. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I need to watch more trash movies this year. Go watch music. <laughs> Do you actually recommend that I watch music to laugh at it? Or is it just something that I should probably just stay away from? I mean, as long as you're not paying for it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Like do whatever the fuck you want just don't pay for it all right i can i can i can i can get behind that um but yeah I, i'm done uh-huh. thanks for uh joining us yeah. on another exciting fireside chat um yes. once again oh shit to... there was something i wanted to bring up do you okay tell? we gotta talk about my brother <gasps> oh yeah all oh right. my god i can't believe i almost forgot all right <laughs> All right. So, by the way, Stefan, to preface this, <laughs> Alex is an idiot. <laughs> Undoubtedly, one of the stupidest people I've ever met. Um, Love you, Alex, but come on, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. So, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll tell the story to the audience, and then we will. <laughs> so, my my family decides to throw a going away party for me. Hmm. Throwing away dinner. Or, sorry, throwing away dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. A going away dinner, I meant. You want mm-hmm. a steak? Nah, just kidding. In the trash. <laughs> 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 want some corn on the cob? Sure, in the trash. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> no, so so we're, we're fucking, you know, whatever. So we're, we're having dinner. They bring out a cake for me. And my brother, so for reference, Brandon's there, my my parents are there, my grandmother's there, my great aunt and uncle are there, my brother is there, and his girlfriend's there. Mm. And my brother's girlfriend says to him, oh, I'm surprised they didn't bring bring out like a chocolate cake or something. Mm. And my brother goes, they make chocolate cake? Loud enough that we all... How right? do they make chocolate cake? Yeah, how do they make chocolate cake? And we all oh just God. like... Turn and look. It didn't say anything yet. You're telling me that a 21-year-old... Don't 22. Correct me. Don't correct me. Uh, you're telling me that a 21-year-old 20, man lived this long not knowing what chocolate cake was. Yes. Yes, we are. Also, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> Brandon, yeah, this gets worse. Brandon? <laughs> so... Immediately after that, <laughs> we say, yeah, his girlfriend's like, yeah, they, it's made with fucking, like, they use cocoa. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, you mean cocoa? Because he doesn't know what cocoa is. <laughs> and we're like, how do you spell cocoa, Alex? C-O-C-O-A? 
Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Alex. He's like, what? <laughs> you fucking idiots. He he also told us about his his first date with his girlfriend and oh how they my god somehow still managed to stay together. So Alex takes his fucking he, they couldn't get no. a reservation at the keg. Yeah. And so okay. instead they decided or Alex decided to take his girlfriend on a first date to fucking Denny's. <laughs> That's where I met my wife. Don't knock it. <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> it's just like of all the places. <laughs> Why? Why Denny's? Denny's, I think, is the place you take somebody to break up when you fucking hate them. Yeah. <laughs> or where you're, when, as, according to Pat Oswalt, when your life is falling apart <laughs> and you need to get it together. Sit down, have your ice water, we'll get you a coffee, think it through. <laughs> fucking Christ oh Alex Jesus Christ like, IHOP is a little fancier a IHOP little IHOP is I, I, honestly depending on the situation IHOP is fine oh yeah IHOP is fine Humpty's is better oh, Humpty's isn't better by much no it's not by much but it's 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 just that much enough I like, do not like Humpty's I fucking hate Humpty's nobody likes Humpty's <laughs> <laughs> There's not one person out there. Like even Denny's has like semi-ironic fans. Uh but like you'll never go meet somebody who's like an ironic or unironic Humpty stan. <laughs> like I feel <laughs> Humpty's stan. <laughs> no, you're never going to meet somebody who goes, "Oh boy, Humpty's." Like Smitty's is a better choice. Smitty's is a much better choice, like, completely, completely. That's saying something, too. Smitty's is great, but, like, (laughs) there was a, I think, I think it was a Smitty's that my girlfriend and I went to when we were in Jasper last year, uh, that Mm. had, like, Korean food. Mm. It was pretty good, too. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Now, now, you didn't take her to Smitty's on a first date, though. No. So you're already doing better than my brother. No, it was like we we had just drove into Jasper. We were both starving, and we needed to eat something fast. Just ask my little brother. I'd be like, "Hey, Mac, would you ever bring a girl on a first date to Denny's?" He'll just be like, <laughs> "Fuck no! Why would I do that?" <laughs> like, well, all right, thanks, thanks, buddy. Can. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're a smart man. <laughs> I'm glad you're not. I'm glad you're not like Chris's fucking idiotic brother. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what, Brandon? Uh huh. Actually, no, I'm going to save that for after the pod. <laughs> You're fucking shit on my brother now. <laughs> no, no. I was going to make a joke about me. Um, oh, okay. Um, but I'll save it for after the pod. But anyways, yeah, All this being said, Alex is very nice. I met him for the first time that day. He's a good person. He's also a dumbass. <laughs> but I love him. He's a good guy. He's, he's an alright guy. It's just, you know, he's dumber than a ton of bricks. My favorite part was when we were driving... We were driving out. He's driving behind us, and Brandon says to me, you know, when you kept saying your brother was an idiot, I didn't think you actually meant he was that fucking stupid. <laughs> Love you, Alex. <laughs> Not that he listens. He doesn't listen to this show. What the no, fuck am I care? This fucking show. <laughs> fuck you, Alex. <laughs> listen to the show so you can hear us make fun of you. 
<laughs> All right. But yeah, I, th- I think we're done here. All right. Yeah. Thank you once again for joining us on an episode of Sequel Decay slash Fireside Chat. Once mm-hmm. again, uh, we will be going on a break for the foreseeable future. Uh, we we don't know when we'll be back necessarily, but rest nothing, assured, no, this is nothing. Not... Nothing too long. Like no, this not, is not like th- a year. <laughs> no, th- th- this is this is not goodbye. No, this, this is not is goodbye not... forever. You're stuck with so us. So long. <laughs> goodbye. Ow, ow, my ears. <laughs> like, we will be back. I don't want to put a date on it because I don't think that's fair to anybody. Um, but we will be back sooner than you think. Uh, and we, we're just, we just going to recharge our batteries a bit. We will look forward to coming back, but we just need to take a break right now. But once again, we will be back. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Sincerely, um, you can find us. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as Letterbox. We got to finish out updating that Letterbox page. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you can find our individual social media accounts. Be that being basically Twitter and Letterboxed. Uh, 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 what there is this? Are, Sorry, I'm, you, a bit dis- I'm a bit distracted by the Lola Bunny Betty Boop fucking Space Jam 2 poster Chris just posted in the group chat. Oh yeah, that, that that's terrific. Um, <laughs> you can find links to many worthy causes to check out and donate to in the description. Um, and uh, you, you you can find the podcast itself, Sequel Decay, uh, our back catalog in its entirely can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, iTunes, basically wherever you can listen to podcasts. Um, You can also find some episodes on YouTube as well as some clips, but YouTube is mostly for clips at this point. But I don't don't think we've uploaded to YouTube in a long time. Yeah, we should get back on that. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, Did I miss anything? Um, Not really. I mean, I was expecting this to be a pretty quick sign-off anyway. Uh, Yeah, we're available on wherever the fuck you find your podcasts. We're taking a break. Stefan really kept assuring that we're going to be back as if we have a fan base, but... I, well, fuck you, Chris. No thanks. <laughs> uh, Can I get copyrighted if I sing Bo Vernon's goodbye? <laughs> no. Okay. Probably not. <sighs> yeah. Do you think now's a good time to tell them we're canceling the show? <laughs> <laughs>